Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. What's up, sisters? What's Welcome up, everybody? to the podcast. We're here. It's episode two. Yes, we're back. Thanks for listening. Yeah, guys, thank you for listening to episode one. We really love the feedback. We appreciate all the good, the good, great comments you guys gave us. And we're going to be going off now with our second episode. Talia, why don't you tell the sisters what we got going today? So of all the lovely messages I received from all my sisters, I have been receiving a lot of messages, especially now that it's the holidays. DMs. DMs on Instagram. On Instagram. From sisters telling me how hard it is to go gluten and dairy free because of the lack of support in their households, whether it's from their families or their spouses or their Husbands. friends husbands yeah boyfriends girlfriends anybody like any close one loved one you know it's a hard time it's a very hard for them to understand and you know it feels like you're alone right yeah sometimes when people don't understand something they kind of get dismissive about it and or they then, don't believe it they're yeah. like no that doesn't make sense or it's nonsense well we're gonna dive deep into that yes. and how you can deal yes. with when you don't get that support and how you can find support in the right people and in the right places. Exactly. And also how you can lean on yourself, especially in a situation like this where you're changing your diet. You don't necessarily have to change the people around you, just yourself. And so really focusing on that is going to help you get further on your PCOS journey. But beside that, we got a couple of other fun topics like some news regarding PCOS health. We have, we're going to go over news about PCOS, you know, why it's causing oh, inflammation. We're going to answer some DM questions that we got from last week and, you know, really answer some popular questions. But first, let's talk about the great dinner that we threw this oh last weekend. Oh my goodness. So last weekend, we, we had a pretty chill weekend up until Sunday where we're like, you know, let's invite some friends over and. Yeah, we decided to be adults. And invite. We, we've been adults. We've, we've been, been married for six months we now. I know. We've been th- hosting a lot of dinner parties. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I like no, it. it. And it really, like, you can really create a different type of relationship with your friends when you're in your own household. Because, like, I don't know, like, you light the candles, you make a nice dinner. And, like, instead of going out and doing, you know, going to a bar or something, it's a lot more intimate. Yeah. I mean, it's a great time for everybody, especially... If you got the right food, the right atmosphere, yeah. ambiance, but obviously the most important thing is having the right friends over. Yeah. So luckily, we're good on that department. We have great friends, and they came over. Talin made a great appetizer. I mean, first of all, okay, you're coming to, you're going to someone's house. You want to have a nice dinner, a good time. When you go to that person's house, are you expecting bacon wrapped dates? Probably not, right? Fresh but out of Tali the oven. Had, yeah, Talin had bacon wrapped dates on the table. Ready for a person to eat it within five minutes. I Put know. it in their mouth, they, like, taste it, in. dream it. Yes. They're like, oh, what a nice apartment. Oh my God, bacon wrapped dates. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. You know what, though? Some of them had um, cheese in them, stuffed in them, and some of them didn't. 
And yeah. I just tried to make the dinner mostly gluten and dairy free, but like also Wait. with an option of people who want cheese. So, but the funny thing is, we're up. talking about it later. We're like, oh wow, we just had a fully gluten and dairy free dinner, and nobody even realized nobody it. Nobody even nobody thought about it. it. We'll tell you guys what we had exactly, but. Yeah. Literally, nobody thought, oh, wait, there's, how come there's no bread or there's no this or that? It's because no, we yeah. had a complete dinner we didn't have with every essential food in there. Yeah. So what do we make? I mean, Tali made I mean, 90% of it. I did some of the stirring, maybe some of the <laughs> salting. The salting. He's my salt babe. Wait, hold on. I did the, I did the meat. Yes. And the marination He marinated the meat. The meat. But, um, yeah, the appetizers. So first I trick them into thinking that they're not having a gluten and dairy free meal. So I have a cheese platter out with <laughs> gluten free crackers that you would think aren't gluten free anyways. And then I have the bacon wrapped dates. I know which ones have cheese in them. So me and my sister can eat it cause she's gluten and dairy free now. And then like, which ones do have cheese? And so they would pick from there. Yeah. And so that was fine. And then then we sat down and I had made ratatouille, you know, that cute Disney movie. I made that dish in that movie, that French dish with like the zucchini and the tomato sauce. But and the, yeah, but like the, I would say this time the tomato sauce was a little different, you know, like I really like the tomato sauce this time. But yeah, the you thing with ratatouille is you put so much work into it. It just never ends up being the talk of the, the table because everything else has more... It's of just, uh, excitingness to it. The, the ratatouille is like it's just zucchini, right? Veggies and So spices. nobody respects it, but they put so much work went into it. People respect it. It was beautiful. I put it on this cast iron and like I put yeah. it in the center well, of the table. It but delicious. I get it. It's not like this crazy thing, but it doesn't have to be crazy. Like people don't always day, want everything to be crazy. It's just zucchini, to be honest. Oh, well. Oh, look at this. Oh podcast gosh. amateur already on episode two we have a phone call ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i might just tell you i put my phone on silent and it is nowhere near me okay just, and just then, talk about that okay yeah so after the um after the ratatouille so i put that out and then i had sauteed brussels sprouts like everyone likes a crispy brussels sprout I and mean, I put a little bit of pomegranate molasses on it, like instead of balsamic vinegar. I didn't know this. And it just slayed. Okay. I mean, I sauteed it and then I put it in the oven so it was extra crispy and burned. Oh, so mm -hmm. good. And then I made um, Hasselback potatoes, which is so easy. You just slice, 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 not all the way through. The russet potatoes are like a really good serving of carbs, I feel like, if you wanted to batch cook something for yourself for the week, like a carb yeah. for the week, I would make a bunch of russet potatoes because one is like a so good serving Brussels sprouts size. is a great fiber, fibrous yeah, food you can just have. veggies. Make a lot at, at a time for yourself and it's delicious. Yeah. Just don't over, go overboard with the olive oil. You know, you yeah. don't have too much fat. But yeah, it's... Well, that's good. No, I know. That's obviously, good. no, fat's great. But like <laughs> but yeah, sometimes when you, go to you restaurants, put way too much olive oil because you want that nice flavor. But yeah. it also makes it like too soggy to at the same I time. I know, that's true. Some restaurants do that. And then we had some ribeye on the side. Sirak went ham on the grill. Yeah. Well, we had a combination of ribeye for the people that wanted some, you know, fat in there or more fat in their uh, steaks. And we had some sirloins that were a little bit more lean. And uh, yeah, they were great. I, I used a marination that had like a combination of uh, garlic and some, 
uh, olive oil, olive oil, yeah, Worcestershire sauce, sauce, sauce whatever, salt, you, Himalayan salt. <laughs> yeah, I always mess Worcestershire. it up. Worcestershire. <laughs> and yeah, it turned out great. Um, People yeah. loved it, and I didn't it was, take one photo of the freaking dinner table. I was yeah, so Italian pissed always at gets myself. annoyed. She does a great food, and she does, she can't take a picture I for her record. I swear records. to God, like I just get distracted. You have all these guests there. Well, it's good. I showed you guys the process of me making it on my story, and then yeah. you can re watch the recordings in the sisterhood in the recipe section, but. You can't see our dinner table because That's I was just a one. fool. It's all right. We'll have results for oh the other God. ones. It's all good. I know. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It was a great dinner. Yeah. We had a great time with the friends. So yeah. anyways, we di I did tell um, one of our guests, Christina, I told her why I was gluten and dairy free because she asked. And she's like super open and accepting to these things. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, I thought that, like, I feel like every time I explain it to someone, I try to say it better so that it's not as confusing or, like, it doesn't throw them off or I don't look like I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. So I, I like, try to keep it simple and I want to relay that to you guys because I'm sure, like, over the holidays or just, you know, whenever you're at a party or something and you're not eating everything and somebody asks you why you're gluten, why you're not eating it. Yeah, about PCOS. You can say like something and if they really want to know details, you can talk about research. So, for example, there is research out there about gluten triggering this enzyme called zonulin in your stomach when you eat gluten. And that zonulin causes the lining of your stomach to loosen up like the junctions that hold your stomach together loosens up yeah. and causes bacteria and like food particles to get into your system your yeah. bloodstream and cause see, do you really want to explain that the first time to a person not the first time but yeah. honestly she was so receptive to it and kept asking questions so i i wanted to explain it to her and you know when somebody is like either you know either receptive and super interested or maybe they're like that doesn't make any sense. Like there's, you know, that's a fad. You can say this to them and yeah. then they can be like, you know what? Okay. Like I see you, you know? So anyways, so once those junctions are loose in your stomach, um, you have chronic inflammation, that inflammation that gluten and dairy causes. I mean, you can cut to the chase. Like you cannot tell them the zonulin part. You can just say it causes inflammation. Mm-hmm. And that makes you more insulin resistant and yep. insulin's a hormone. And when your cells are insulin resistant, that hormone insulin is floating around in your bloodstream, triggering high testosterone and all of these yeah. other symptoms. So well, that's all, why yeah. the first line of approach that I try is going gluten and dairy free for at least a month. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's, I think this is a great, um topic to to jump from to what we talked about earlier in the podcast is you know explaining this to your loved ones and getting the you know the support that you need and the support that you deserve from them when you're going through pcos and the different symptoms so i think first off telling what you said right now is the reason you're going gluten and dairy free and why it has such a big impact on the piece on pcos you know, like explaining what you just said to somebody is really difficult, especially yeah. the first or even the second time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you just got to simplify it right away. Like even me, like when you tell me about it, you got to simplify the first time, you know, first tell them, you know, like when I first uh, um, gluten and dairy for me is leading to 
to inflammation, inflammation. And, and causing these uh, symptoms. That's kind of what PCOS is, like the, the basic picture for, for yeah. people like that. Yeah. And then you obviously you want to dwell into the details and explain explain to them what you know what it really entails but yeah i mean that was a pretty in-depth explanation and if you want to rewind and re-listen and try to reenact how you're gonna say it to someone you can do that or you can just cut to the chase like you said and just be like i have a lot of inflammation in my body and studies show that cutting out gluten and dairy is going to help with that so i'm giving it a try and for example if you've done it for a while you can say i've seen some great results and there i mean people in my dms are blowing it up because they are seeing great results and i always post it in my stories i don't even care if i'm annoying people like (laughs) i'm gonna post it every time yeah so in your in your experience like what's your experience been with getting support for pcos in your journey from when you first got diagnosed to right now did you always have support from your loved ones or was it uh, difficult getting it at first of course it's difficult explaining it at first but my mom was really active in coming with me to go to naturopaths and they were all saying these naturopathic doctors were all saying you need to start cutting out gluten and dairy and my mom was is like really involved in how we eat at home like most armenian moms like you're an armenian mom too Mm -hmm. and so they cook all of our meals and they really want to make like what we can eat what we like and nurture us and put healthy food on the table and so she was like really involved and she you know she swapped out the bulgur and tabbouleh and put quinoa instead and like yeah. and then she she always made like gluten-free pasta and like everyone would eat it or you know or she would make two separate ones sometimes depending and it's funny and you it say this because my mom was like the, is the opposite when i tried to go keto for for a while <laughs> i mean i did it for two months but she she didn't understand what carbs really were and like oh. every time like she would try to substitute like rice but like she would substitute it with something else like 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 a bready thing that with completely has even more carbs oh my god so goodness. like it just like i just could at some point i was like you know what i, I just I can't, can't do this i anyway. can't explain to her every every dinner yeah. and then argue with her i'm like i'll, I'll f- just not do keto until <laughs> until later in my life the first time i went to your house for dinner when we were dating she um was like really excited and she made all of these things like sheker pare like this armenian dessert she made it gluten-free sh- full of she, sugar like just crazy. anything that was carbs she like turned it into gluten-free for me basically bread filled cheese think of that stuff like that well no that's not sheker pare sheker pare is the sweet um like cookies that are drenched in sugar (laughs) but the bread filled with cheese bereg this is like um i don't know what what it would be considered what it can compare to in english but that like you cannot make things with certain phyllo dough like certain doughs you cannot turn them into gluten-free so i've had to give them up and yeah it was hard at first like baklava and stuff like that so delicious but i mean don't you think that like the pros outweigh the cons oh hell yeah i can't even have those things anymore i don't even have pcos (laughs) yet i have i I hate sugar so italian knows this i have i will not have anything with excess vendetta artificial sugar sugar. yeah i just i think it's like the worst thing obviously (laughs) natural sugar i'm I'm, i totally understand you know like through fruit and other means you know i get you have to have sugar but like 
chocolate, like, like you know, Snicker bars and Cokes and stuff like that. When I see people having it, I, I like, almost I can't lose do it. This. <laughs> like, I have to be respectful. Yeah. I mean, people have the right to, like, of course, of course, have something that makes them happy, but, but you have to so, think so, of the long term. Yeah, the long term yeah. thing. So for you, you had support from your mom from the from the store. How about you, like your dad or like your sister or people like that when you dated people? Like did you? Oh, um. So my mom was super supportive. My sister too. My dad too. Sometimes he would tease me, but like whatever. He's just trying to make light of it, so I'm not taking it so seriously. And then um, green tea. <laughs> actually, it's spearmint tea. <laughs> We ran out of green tea. Um, but in college, people were like, oh, wow, you eat so healthy. And I'm just like, I'm just eating like chicken, rice and vegetables like right now or tacos. Like this is not a big deal, you know, just because I'm not having pizza. This is regular. But yeah. instead of having, you know, um, so, gluten, you know, bread or something, I'm having rice, like whatever. I mean, the funny pasta. thing is. Even if you're eating gluten and dairy-free, it doesn't mean you can't have an uh, unhealthy diet, right? Yeah. People like people can still eat like a lot of bad stuff out there, but you still have to make selective decisions. Like, okay. Yeah, even when you're gluten and dairy-free, yeah. yeah. Yeah, avoid this, avoid that, just like anybody else. It's not that difficult to find something that's unhealthy for you that's gluten and dairy-free. <laughs> so i know there's yeah. so many good like cookies and stuff out there but yeah and then that's just the bottomless pit of wasting money so now you're buying all of these snacks and chips and blah 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 and like spending like 50 dollars more at the grocery store than you need to yeah i mean those bean chips that time so showed good. that on, on her on her igtv uh on they're pcos weight loss well one they're a little expensive like for, for what you're getting yeah they're chips yeah. they're delicious and they're very nutritious and like i mean when you eat them you're getting something that's full of something it's not Beans, an empty chip like what you get with protein. corn chips with like you know those doritos or other stuff like that you know which are not that good which are not good for you but with these it's full of beans and it's at least giving you protein and a little bit of carb and it's something but like you can eat like two three bags <laughs> easily i know if you're me because <laughs> it's so freaking good and if you're like for once you're like oh my god i can eat something like a dorito bag and not feel yeah. that bad about it you know but like you can obviously get, get like a couple of couple thousand calories from just eating a couple <laughs> bags of chips not just that like also just the money you spend on it. i realized like i bought so many i bought like three or four bags once and we finished it in a week. And then I was like, yeah. I cannot buy four bags every single week. Yeah. We need to First, tone it's it not down good to, It's not good to eat like yeah. after dinner. You know, we, one, one of the things that we, we try to do is like not have anything after dinner, you know, kind of. Yeah, I try to get full off of dinner and then like yeah. have some tea afterwards. Yeah. Should, Just know. a tip for you, guys, for, for you girls and everybody listening out there. Try to not eat after dinner because you want to let your stomach rest, digest, so you can have a better sleep and just your whole metabolism yeah. and insulin all of your yeah, insulin levels. Keeping your insulin levels Hormones overnight balanced. will be balanced and won't be imp impacted by anything you eat before because your, your uh, body is not working hard to digest. Instead, yeah. it's repairing all the inflammation that your body's trying to reduce. Yeah, exactly. You're giving yourself a break to yeah. regenerate your cells. Yeah. And also... Um, eating at night, like if you have cravings, consider what you ate throughout the day. 
So maybe you didn't have enough carbs at mm-hmm. lunch. Maybe you just had this light salad. Yeah. And then, you know, you're having this big dinner, which you're getting a surge of the insulin hormone that's going to store that big dinner for energy that you're going to burn the next day or so on. And if you had a light meal at lunch and then a huge dinner, you have like this huge influx of insulin. So even when you're done storing your dinner as into your cells, you still have insulin floating around. Yeah. And maybe that's why you're still craving a cookie after dinner. You're like, oh, I just ate this yeah. huge dinner. Why do I want to eat more? That's why that your insulin hormone. And if you have to have something, obviously there are times where you're just so hungry that you just like, you know, I have to have like a just one bite or two bites. Have something that's um, not going to spike up your insulin. You know, don't yeah. have like a piece of bread or something like that. Nuts. Have, you know, uh, like nuts, something that's a uh, high fat content so your body can slowly digest it. It doesn't get a, a big uh, impact for that moment or for those next couple of hours yeah but let's not get a Anyways, we're getting a little off topic of that topic. talking about the support so, so you got support. a lot of support from your family which is great it sounds it like your sister your dad and your mom from the get-go were understanding but obviously not everybody gets that yeah i mean is there a, something you would recommend like let's say strictly for family members what would you recommend for family members to explain to them or help them understand yeah I mean, there were people who were like naysayers, okay, that were that kind of made me feel bad or embarrassed for being gluten and dairy free. Like we would, for example, family friends, like we'd go out to dinner and I wouldn't get a lot of the fluffy, doughy, cheesy things that is in Armenian cuisine. And they'd be like, oh, she's so healthy. What is she doing? And I'm just like, leave me alone. Like, I'm fine. I'm full. Everything's okay. I'm just yeah. not eating one of these things. Yeah, force this stuff in my I mouth. I swear to God. And so, but... You know, that's, the, that's, like, that's a good example. Yeah, they really do. They Sometimes they just don't understand. They take it like it's disrespect and almost. Then it's, yeah, and then it's a whole conversation. The entire table is talking about it. Yeah. And I'm just like, what happened? Like, get over this. I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that would make me pretty, yeah. pr- pretty frustrated. Yeah, but like, you know what? Now I'm, I just like smile and nod and like laugh with them if they're, you know, laughing about how healthy I am or whatever they're saying. And I just go with the flow because it's not going to like change my life. I'm not going to change my diet because of what they're saying or they're laughing at me. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. And that's all that matters. And they don't get it. And I don't feel like explaining it at the dinner table. And so let's move on. They're you know? not, they're not there when, when you're at the doctor's office or two, when you're feeling yeah. bloated or three, when you have these yeah. side effects, like, like, yeah. you know, um, acne or you know, access weight, weight because of what you're eating you know they're not there they don't see what happens when you do certain things they think oh we just have one bite of this sugary dessert that's full of (laughs) gluten and dairy yeah plus it has 60 grams of sugar how about that let's just (laughs) drench it with one take it you know like a lot of the desserts i mean desserts are drenched in syrup i can't do it drenched baklava drenched yeah i've been yelled at for rejecting these things i know and i'm just like i haven't had one in such a long time too i just if it's gluten and dairy free i'll take a bite just to be like thank you because i know that the impact that is tallian's thing she will take a bite and put things back i go in the pantry sometimes i'm like you know what let me get a piece of you know like dark chocolate that we have there whenever you know i'm feeling a little tired or something it's true and i open the freaking thing jar and there's a half bitten chocolate almost every single time and it's telling like a freaking rabbit or maybe rat <laughs> one might say goes in the goddamn pantry 
grabs a chocolate. Sometimes takes a like, bite. You know the Trader Joe's chocolates. There's like three. Squares. She'll take I multiple bites of different squares. chocolates. I know. She'll take one. Let me taste thing. this dark chocolate. Oh, this one is sixty percent. Oh. Let me do this one. Oh, this one is sixty-five percent so from 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 care. this uh, African country. Oh, oh my this. goodness! It's like, come on. That's my favorite thing to do is to nibble on all the different flavors. Well, I don't know if I have oh. a rat problem or if I just have a person who can't make up their mind. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't make up my mind, especially with the C's candies. Cho- like when we first move into this apartment, people brought that as gifts, the C's candies chocolate. And I cut them all in half. How do we and even remember I, like, having one? Bit, first of like, all. Where were these C's candies? Were you hiding them they're under the bed? They're still in the pantry and they're I never all had one. sliced up and bit and they're disgusting. I just How come I never them. had one? I don't You have. I've taken them out and it's been six months. They're trash now. Okay, <laughs> then. Well, so... Anywho, so uh, rewind back to the dinner table where everyone's mocking you. <laughs> yeah, just stand your ground, smile, laugh, and move on. You have to be strong. You know, there's a lot of things that are going to happen in your life, and people are going to talk, and they're not going to understand you. And every single time, you know, you have to try your best to brush it off and do you, boo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pretty much. So, we talked about support from family. Uh, lastly, why don't we talk about support from your loved one? What your if spouse? Your boyfriend, your husband, you know, your girlfriend. Uh, what if they, they are not understanding? What mm. if, let's say from the first date. I mean, we talked about this in our introduction podcast. Yeah. Me and Talia on the first day, she she told me about her gluten sensitivity and um, later on the dairy sensitivity and how uh, it's connected to PCOS and so forth. You were super understanding yeah. about it and everything was fine starting from we the first We even had fun day. about it that, that evening. Yeah. You know, I ordered some special drinks. I even talked about it with the, the, wait, the waitress. And I asked, I mean, uh, you know, about what, what can, what, what's gluten-free as far as uh, drinks. So not everyone's going to be like that. Let's yeah, be honest. Not, yeah, it's true. Especially if you've been with someone for so long and, and then you change your diet and they're like, what are you doing? That's such a fad. What are you doing? You know, maybe they're not accepting or maybe they are because they've seen you struggle so much. But some people are just like, let's say I take you to you the know. movies and we're going to get popcorn and I yeah. want cheese on my popcorn. Do people get cheese on their popcorn? you can get like nacho powder like some okay. <laughs> something like that uh, you know how they flavor it okay whatever nacho. in this world you can get cheese on your popcorn okay you and i want cheese butter, on my popcorn yeah. and you're like i can't oh yeah butter perfect uh-huh. yeah butter's there yeah so uh and i want butter in my popcorn and you're like sirak i can't have butter it's gonna you know cause this and do that and i will feel like this and tomorrow. then the guy's like ugh. Get your shit together. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> but I always have butter. Then let's and then the get... whole movie, I'm going to be like, there's no butter in my popcorn. Oh, my gosh. Here's what you do. We're going to go home, <laughs> and you're going to sit sleep in the couch, no. and I'm going to be in the bed. No, no. But here's what you do. You say, oh, okay, you can get butter. I'm going to get myself a popcorn. I don't eat butter. It's dairy. That's it. Take responsibility yes. for yourself. Don't exactly. even ask them to do it for you or help you out, whatever. If they step up to the plate and say, no, 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 I just won't get butter. We'll share it. That's it. Yeah. Fine. If they don't, fine. 
but you know you obviously it's not your fault that you have pcos you know you didn't do something to get pcos but you kind of have to you know take a little bit of you know what i'll just have my own uh popcorn get your own you know don't even worry about it that's it i was going to make it easy for them to understand at first I would go to restaurants with my friends and they would try to choose gluten and dairy free restaurants. They were so nice. But finally, I was like, you guys stop. Like, I can find something on any menu and make it gluten and dairy free. Yeah, anything. It could be a salad. It doesn't matter. I'm going out with my friends. Like, I'm not here for like a crazy dining experience and I don't want to inconvenience people. You know, so I just try to like make it work and make people forget that I'm even gluten and dairy free. And then they get used to it. I almost forget it now. Yeah. Like sometimes, like I, the only time I ever think about it is if we're gonna go into an Italian restaurant. Cause I'm yeah, like, it's hard. Like Italian pizzeria. Is, yeah, yeah, that's the only time where yeah. it comes to my mind. But almost every other time, I'm like, I, I don't even doubt it. Maybe Chinese food or something yeah. like along those lines where it, I don't think yeah. you know we'll if be able we, to find something that's. If my friends are like, let's get pizza, whatever. Um, or I'm gonna meet them at a. Pi- they wouldn't say let's get pizza mm-hmm. because they know me, but. I would go to I only the restaurant in Italy now. Oh, that's stop right. I'm a bougie it. boy. I went to Italy. <laughs> I have I had my Naples pizza. That's that's all I can eat. <laughs> Crazy. <All right. laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love pizza. Um, I used to love pizza, but I had to give it up. And if I was going to meet my friends at a place that only sells pizza, I wouldn't go hungry. I would just go. Yeah. You know, I'd have something like a beef jerky in my car yeah. or, you know, before I leave the house, I'd make sure I'm not starving. And then I would just go chill with them, like have a glass of yeah. wine and act like that or maybe order a salad and move on. Yeah. You know, so it's one meal. It's not all of your meals. You're not going to be miserable forever. Like, it's just one meal. Let yeah. it go. So I think to recap regarding the loved ones, I think you got to go, going back to what we said earlier, start simple. But also take responsibility for, you know, just um, yourself, yourself and just, you know, get it for yourself. Let Mm -hmm. them have their own thing. And in the future, maybe they'll consider just switching it up and then making it easier for you. Exactly. And, you know, you'll go from there. You heard Tallinn, her friends later on and me as well. Forget about it. And we just do our thing and we just have fun. Yeah. So I think that, that, you know, that pretty much does it for, for support. And I think you guys... Just, just, just try to you know find the people that will support you and put put you put yourself around people that would normally support you. And I think yeah. if you just you know, and if they sh- don't try to explain yourself to them, and if they don't accept you, then you know what? Yeah. Try not to talk about it with them, and then change the subject. That's it. Like this, totally. you don't. Everyone is not going to understand your PCOS lifestyle. This is all something for you. You're not doing it for someone else, and that's all that matters. Yeah. So let's go over some of the DMs. Oh, oh this is a fun topic. Yeah. Okay, so Tanya already got the paper out. She's ready <laughs> to read the questions and everything. So, so yeah, we. I made it, a story, an Instagram story, and I asked yeah, people, "What are people saying to you when you tell them that you want to eat gluten and dairy free? Like, what are people's reactions like in, in terms of negativity?" And some of the top answers are things like, so I have like a top list here. You're eating nothing. Your life must be so boring. Okay. You know, what would you say to that? If someone, if you're like, yeah, I'm gluten and dairy, you're eating nothing. What a boring life. Well, no, actually there's a lot of delicious things that are gluten and dairy free. 
So, you so, know, <laughs> that yeah. is for an answer. Would you yeah, say that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that one. I don't think people really know what you can eat, right? Yeah, maybe they just don't know about. Oh, Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Ro- is that uh, date, bacon uh, bacon wrap dates, dates is homie. That boring? How about ribeye? How about <laughs> filet mignon? How about? <laughs> let's go down. I want to go down the line. I okay. mean, we don't eat this that much, but French fries. Yeah. Right. Uh, baked potatoes. Yeah. That's right. Baked potato. Curry, Sweet potatoes. Ch- rice, curry, curry chicken, chicken. Yum. White yeah. rice, if you want to. Brown rice. Yeah. Tacos. We got beans, rice. <laughs> beans, greens, tomatoes, potatoes. <laughs> Yam, Sam. I you mean, name it. Next. What's the next one that people say? Okay. Alternatives are too hard to find and too expensive. It's a waste of your money. Okay. Okay. That it's my used money. to be true. <laughs> and yeah, it's my money. <laughs> okay. Um, alternatives are too hard to find. Well, there's plenty of alternatives. No. You don't even need to buy that alternatives. That was like 10, 15 years ago when people didn't know what was happening. Honestly, you don't even need to buy like gluten-free pasta. You don't. Like you can just have rice. You can have potatoes. You don't have to even spend the extra dime on gluten-free items. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, for most things, yes. It is a little bit expensive sometimes, but like, again, it's your money. And it's not like it used to be before. It's a lot cheaper and you can easily find it now. Yeah. So then um, let's see. One girl said, one sister said, they say it's too hard. And I'm struggling to make different meals for everyone in my family. So some people have to cook for their kids, for their husband, for themselves. The kids eat differently. The husband eats differently. They want to eat gluten. That's hard. I don't know about you personally, babe, but I, I feel like with this one, Maybe you should just cook those things for those people. Let them eat what they would normally eat. And you just don't eat those things. Sometimes. Oh, you mean like cook them whatever they want and you don't eat it? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's hard to cook like three different meals. And, you know, sometimes you can't force them to eat what you're eating. But you can make certain things like taco night. We can all eat corn tortilla or, or they can have flour and you can have corn. Things that... Choose meals that like won't affect them if you um, modify it for yourself. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to take away stuff where they're gonna be like, "Hey, where's all the bread?" or yeah. "Where's yeah, where's yeah. the milk?" Let them have the What's bread. What's this almond milk? I know. I don't think a lot of yeah. m- men want to drink almond milk. Yeah, I mean, or like at least they're not gonna understand it right away. Yeah, it's true. So, so yeah, next taco, one. tacos are a good example. You can yeah. make soups that are gluten and dairy free, stews. You can make like curry chicken with rice. This is one of my favorite meals. That's oftentimes gluten and dairy free if you find the right sauce. Yeah. So you can uh, find something where like they can put cheese on it, but you don't. And it's still a great meal yeah. that everyone can share. Right. Just takes a few steps of planning before the meal. All right. What's the next one? You're not allergic to wheat and dairy. Stop being silly. It's just a fad. Okay, again, somebody who doesn't know what they're talking there about. There are fads. But you there know, are fads. this is a lifestyle change. You're trying to You're not going to do this for six months to a year and then be like, okay, I'm good now. I'm going to go back to eating whatever the hell I want because everything is... No. I know. Lifestyle change. Take the You're trying to do something steps. good for yourself. Once you, once you make the switches, you never even think about it. Yeah. Once you get used to it, right? Fudge, mad. A fad. You know what's a, you know what's a fad? Char- like the Atkins diet, even the keto diet. A lot of keto, these things yeah. are just fads. I mean, keto diet's great for some but people. Y- yeah, for some people. All but but it's not meant to be something you do twenty four seven for the rest of your life. Yeah. 
It has its benefits. It has its benefits. I mean, I don't like this. The fact, like, come on, just let people do what they want to do. It's a fad because maybe it works for some people and everyone wants to try it and see if it works for them. That's why they're, it's a fad or whatever. Anyways, they think I'm crazy and I'm overreacting. Okay. Well, I think they're crazy and they're overreacting. Overreacting to what? To food. Like, you're being so dramatic. Just eat it. It's pizza. We're all eating it. We all, uh, the next one, we grew up eating this stuff. What the heck does gluten and dairy have to do with your weight loss? Okay. Okay, again, well, people, not everyone gets it. They don't, maybe they don't even want to learn. You can't talk to them about zonulin. Like, they just don't want to hear it. Fine. Fine, move on. It's all <laughs> in your head. But you love food. Um, what would you eat? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> relatives think i'm grass too, i'm gonna eat grass uh, relatives think i'm too snobby for their food because i only eat what i bring to gatherings oh that's interesting like okay. people take offense because you're not eating the food they made that can be a little annoying is like, oh here comes janet with her okay. casserole <laughs> and her tupperware full of Just brussels sprouts not... and asparagus and oh, for heaven's sakes i could see how that's annoying but what? What? like get over it's not your problem but i guess like someone's hosting you yeah. and they're making this beautiful meal and they want True. you to enjoy it and then you know what i would not. recommend i recommend just eat a lot before you go and like just just try to nibble on whatever you can find over there that's gluten and dairy free yeah yeah well bring if you're if you're going to someone's house it's appropriate to bring a dish if you want to <laughs> put a protein bar in your pocket go to the bathroom <laughs> eat it and come out i've done that before i have done that before nobody knew it happened Anyways, the solution to that, just be really nice and gracious about it and thank them and explain to them as many times Mm -hmm. as you have to. And that's it. I mean, and then walk away from it being like, okay, I did my best. And if they don't respect my decision, that's not my problem. That's it. Sure. So the next question I asked in my stories, I asked, what foods have gluten and dairy that you struggle to make PCOS friendly or give up? So I'm going to help you with these. So there's lasagna. You can make it with gluten-free pasta and um, dairy-free ricotta. Or, you know, it's not going to taste the same. So this is something that you might have to just like... Uh. True, but you know, honestly, Trader Joe's has so many good gluten-free pastas. Yeah, that they have I, I love style. even more than regular pasta. They taste so good. I'm not saying this mm-hmm. for the podcast. I love them. I would rather have... Those ones, unless I'm in Italy, like they're I said. They're oftentimes higher in protein. True. And more nutritious and better for your stomach. True. What else is there? Pizza. They have gluten and dairy pizza yeah. out Yeah, there. that's very available. You're not going to be able to have Domino's. I mean, I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to have that delicious Domino's pizza. Let's not have pizza But all it's the time. fine. There's so many other things you can have. Okay. Stuffing for Thanksgiving. You can certainly use gluten and dairy. I mean, gluten-free um, bread for that and make your stuffing or like call the host and be like hey can i make the stuffing and then there's fish and chips um yeah fish and chips you can make it with gluten-free flour it's not going to taste the same but you can still make it with gluten-free flour. one time we made fried chicken with gluten-free flour for the the cup for cup gluten-free flour remember at my parents house when we were dating and we would have those cooking nights you'd come yeah. over we cook oh yeah that yeah yeah amazing. the jamaican fried chicken right yeah we yeah. did a gluten-free it was good, but I believe we made it, I think it was too moist. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. so good. No, well, I it. was good, it but like it was a little too moist. It had to be like a little bit more dried up. Dried up. up. 
a little bit more dry and crispy. Yeah. It was a little wow. Moist. I have to make that again. But I remember that. That was great. That was a that was a that great was amazing dinner. I remember the recipe is in the I sisterhood. Okay, so then we have rice and curry dishes. Definitely, rice is gluten free. Lots of curries are gluten free, dairy free. Mac and cheese. There's a diet version of it. Oh, gluten and dairy free. I love this mac and cheese. It it's so, so good. <laughs> At Whole Farts. I'm sorry. <laughs> At Whole Foods. It's gluten it's and dairy free. So good. Free. I love it, guys. I highly recommend it. I think Amazon has it too. They sell like a packet or something. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. Yes. You can get like. I, I love boxes. mac and cheese, but obviously I avoid it because it's a little bit too uh, too much carbs and and dairy. But this one, dairy free, gluten free, it's so good. You can. It tastes like. Yeah, it's a great supplement yeah. for any dinner. Obviously, On with the side. yeah, for the side, yeah. just look into it. Okay, and then yogurt snacks. Definitely, there's dairy-free yogurts, yeah. like almond just, yogurt. Yeah, but just be coconut. careful with the flavored yogurts because th- a lot of those have sugar yeah. and they're just full of um, artificial flavors and yeah. stuff. You just, can add your own berries yeah. on it and Try to look get for, the like, plain isn't, ones. I think Greek yogurt is supposed to be good. No, no, that's oh, no? dairy. That's right, that's dairy. That's a common question. Get the, get the uh, what was the brand, Kite Hill almond yogurt. Yes. I highly recommend. I use that uh, to mix up mm-hmm. with some... Uh, Ezekiel crumbs for me, not yeah. for Tallinn. <laughs> yeah, Ezekiel is also not gluten free. Yeah. A lot of people think it but is. But it's great um, for people who don't have gluten sensitivity because it's very low in the uh, inflammatory inflammatory compounds. Inflammatory compounds. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that wraps up a lot of the questions that you guys had. I mean, not questions, but issues that you were venting mm-hmm. to me on instagram story and the meals the that DMs, you were struggling yeah. with a lot of the comments that we yeah. got after the podcast last week you know what, what, what a lot of these questions a lot of these things you yeah. want you guys wanted us to answer so i just want to go through the wins one of the best oh, yeah, wins right. this week before we wrap this up we're yeah. gonna wrap it up on a positive note yeah so this sister she did great this month she Tons on talk about everything she did, but this is, I would say, the sister of the week. Sister, <laughs> that's nice. Um, Anika Zad, I just want to say, good job, Anika. <laughs> she messaged me. She said, "I just wanted to say your tips and tricks have helped me so much. I enjoy being a part of the sisterhood and reading your articles. My periods literally went back to normal one month after going gluten and dairy free, and I have baby hairs growing back in too. That's crazy. Good. I do still have some fallout, but it's much less than what it used to be. Thank you, Talin. Heart, heart. That is so good to hear. That's good awesome. job, Anika. And and we love." We'd love to hear the steps she took and like the, the little wins she had just to get every step from here. is a win. You know, you know, just that, that must be such a good thing when you when you see those baby hairs coming out because I know the ones on the side of your yeah hairline. because I know exactly what, what what she's talking about. You know, like like not me personally, but I, I know Tanya has told me in the yeah. past and stuff like it's amazing. It's when you see that coming out, it's like this yeah. joy you get. And you I never know. thought hair would give you joy like that. It's so hard to get your hair to start growing back. Yeah. And look at this. Yeah. I mean, other just, clients have told me this too. They get so excited. Yeah. Hair is like a really sensitive subject. Yeah. So, so this is great. If you want to be featured in the wins, DM me, tell me how you're doing. And I'd love to talk about you too. You're, yeah. you're all such an inspiration. That's right, guys. 
All right. right. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed these tangents we went on. Yeah. And I hope you step into the next dinner party with confidence and grace. That's right, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. This is episode two. Uh, Sister and her mister. We're signing out. We'll see you guys next week. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.